The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Welcome to Nebraska Preps Post Game with your hosts, Mike Sauter and Jacob Padilla. Hey everyone, welcome back for another edition of Nebraska Preps Post Game. Mike Sauter, Jacob Padilla here. Uh, ready to get ready, I guess, for the postseason, but we got to, on this, we recap what happened last week and maybe look ahead a little bit. But before we do that, I need to tell you to keep your hands on the wheel and eyes and focus straight ahead. The driver has one job, and to drive this message from the NDOT Highway Safety Office. Jacob, I drove a lot this weekend, I feel <laughs> like, so I was definitely had my seatbelt on. Um, a lot happened. Uh, a lot of big games, particularly yeah. in Class A, happened. First, before we dive into the hoops, I think you a lot of the driving and a lot of the stuff that happened this week was because of state uh, wrestling. Yeah. I think you, you and uh, your group did a terrific Please. job covering that. Go. If you listen to this fan of high school sports, go check out Mike Chuck uh, yeah, podcast. podcast. Mike uh, uh, did Chuck. a terrific uh, job kind of recapping and highlighting and talking wrestling all, all season long. So if you're looking for some more high school wrestling talk, that is where you can yeah. find it. My my expertise in basketball, so yeah, we'll stick we to do. that here. Just, um, this one's about basketball, yeah. So and boys in particular because they do stuff on the girls' side other ways. So, um, yeah. Where do you want to start? Tuesday? Let's start Tuesday, maybe. Or do you want to start with Bellevue West? Just their week they had. How yeah, let, let's that? let's go ahead and start just right off the top with Bellevue West to manage to win the game or win the game finish the season on a 20 game winning streak regular season mm-hmm. uh but it was not easy i mean that one their one loss came yeah early they're 22 and one and won their uh last 20 so yeah yeah that was the uh, second week of the the season there they they took that loss to miller north and since then just um rolling yeah yeah but they, they did not roll through this week, and they really had to earn oh, yeah, these was, last two. They've won the, a lot of close games, kind of, I feel like, but uh, or closer than to yeah. be expected, I guess. You know, good team makes plays down the stretch. It's and true. so they, they, they handled the and the Vista on, uh, early in the week on Tuesday. And then Papio South down, uh, on Friday night yeah, took him down to the wire. Bryson Ball, man, he's good. <laughs> if you didn't know, if you didn't know, Bryson Ball is very good at basketball. Yes. Yeah. 82-76 was the final, but it was a one-point game with two minutes to play. Yeah. And then Bell West made some big plays down the stretch. And the reason it was a one-point game was primarily because Bryson Ball went off for 40. He had 40 against that team. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, 40 points, nine rebounds, four steals, three blocks, 14-23 from the field, 6-12 from three, 6-9 from the line. Yeah. Pretty Against that team. Yeah. 
that's pretty phenomenal. Uh, Reese Kircher added 22 points, four boards, four assists there. Um, they, uh, it's good to have him back. Yeah, Pe- Pepe South shot 14 of 31 from three. Uh, Bo West shot 12 of 21 on the other that's side. pretty good. So that's how you get uh, 160 points almost there. Um, but the, the reason Papio South was able to stay in it, they forced 16 Bellevue West turnovers uh, and only committed seven themselves. But in the end, Bellevue West had enough to pull it down. I think Robbie Garcia hit a couple big buckets down the stretch. Um, they they finished on an eight to three run there to, to win the game. And Jane Jackson, 22 points, eight boards, uh, four assists, four steals. Uh, Robbie Garcia, 22 and seven, uh, hit three threes. And Elvin Turner, 14 points, five boards, three assists. So kind of the the lead guys taking over for Bellevue West down the stretch there. But again, they need to make some big plays down the stretch to survive that one. And then they had to do the same on Saturday uh, against Gretna, closing yeah. out the regular season at Gretna. I was there for that one. 61-58 was the final. Um, tough place to play against yeah. a tough opponent, especially second, after yeah, like, no prep, less than twenty four hours. Yeah, and I, I talked to Coach Klein afterward, and that's what he said. Like, yeah, coming off of that tough game on Friday, no ch- no real prep, back to back days, and for that Gretna team that is able to throw out some different things at you, mm-hmm. Gretna led for much of the second and third quarter and into the fourth because that one three one they threw out there mm-hmm. and. Bell West could not hit shots. They went one to 10 from three in the second and third quarters uh, and had a tough time getting the ball inside against that zone. And, um, but that made finally Jane Jackson hit a three to tie it up in the fourth quarter, um, kind of went back and forth. And then they, uh, Steven Polachek gave them a three point lead with uh, like two minutes to play and change, kind of traded stops there. And then, um, Despite, so at this point, uh, Bellevue was two of 13 from the free throw line, Mm. two of 13. That's not good. And they decided, uh, coach Klein said, anytime we're up three and there's under 20 seconds to play, we're going to play the foul game. So they played, they fouled Lana, of course, he three straight times. He went six for six on the other end. Bellevue West, Gretna had to foul them back. They went six for six. Mm. Jacob rope who had missed four straight. Um, went up there and knocked down two after taking a big charge with 26 seconds left. Um, and then Eldon Turner hit two and Jane Jackson hit two to close it out. Although uh, Gretna did get a three off at the buzzer. They went through the old deep pass with four seconds left. Uh, Cade Cook caught it near half court and pitched it to Alex Wilcoxon, who kind of got off a leaning three, was trying to draw a, a foul, didn't get a call. Um, didn't get a clean, uh, loaded up look, um, but still got a uh, shot at in. It just didn't go down. So um, that was, I mean, that's as tough as anybody has played Bellevue West in a while. So I think Gretna, it's a good showing for them heading in the postseason. Like they, uh, uh, I think Wilcoxon didn't, didn't have a very good game by his standards. Like, so if you get him going a little bit more, um, like, like he's certainly capable of, I think you're great. Now you feel like, okay, we can play with anybody heading into the postseason here. Um, yeah. And they're going to be like more likely than not the eighth overall seed, which will put them yeah. that, that was the, yeah, they needed district, that one to, yeah, to yeah. host in dish. So in district play, if the, you're the eight, that means you're the number two, two. seed in the seven, Yeah, which is Carney. Likely going to be Carney, 
so that one two will be in Carney. It'll be Carney Gretna in Carney in the tough. district final if you know if someone doesn't yeah. get out if the seats hold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tough. Yeah. And if you're Carney, that's not the team you want to be the team. No, yeah, you and like congratulations, you won a number seed. Yeah. And you get Gretna. Yeah, you don't you did not want you don't want that. Um anybody but Gretna is a two like them being a two, good luck. Like I, I think that's a really tough draw. But that's yeah. hey, Carney's good, especially there at Carney. Yeah, anyway. Lan had twenty seven in that game, went ten and ten from the line. Um, but they just a couple buckets shy there. Miller North, uh, easy week for them. Holding in there They're at number just two. on a tear. 60-38 against Creighton Prep. Yeah. And that, that was at Prep, right? Right. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's tough. They Then they beat Lincoln North Star by uh, almost 40 uh, on Saturday to close out the regular season. And, uh, and they won eight in a row Yeah, to they, finish the season. And it, you know, they had the Millard South game where they won by – Nine. North South's been playing better. Yeah, it's a and young North team. South's ten and eleven. They're right at five hundred yeah. with that young group. But I mean, they like they they basically just smacked yeah. everybody down the stretch here. So yeah. So I mean, Derek Rollins, uh, yeah. Elijah Geth, and Neil Monster, those three seniors playing at a really high level. I mean, they beat Prep sixty to thirty eight. Yeah, at Prep. Yeah. That's that's crazy. No, North shot 10 of 17 from three in that game. They had 15 and 11 from Rollins, 16, six boards, five assists, four steals from Geth. And then Rollins had 29 and nine against North Star. Uh, Monster had 16 points, nine assists, and they shot 10 and 21 from three as a team. So they're hitting threes in addition to what they're getting from Rollins inside. That's tough to deal with. So uh, Bell West, Miller North heading into the the postseason, uh, 22 and one for Bell West. 19 and two for, for Miller North, uh, top two teams, um, kind of clearly establish themselves. They'll be the top two seeds, I uh, believe. And then yeah. West side there at three had a good week as well. Uh, went three, and zero, finished out, uh, the regular season with three double digit wins, uh, and two big ones. They handled North. We talk about North who, uh, is still sitting at five in, in oh, the poll. Yeah. yeah. They, uh, had that tough stretch, three game stretch to right. really prove themselves. And they went two and one. Yeah, they they beat that beat Central in that close one last week that we talked about. That was a really big win for them. Yeah, Yeah. and then they smacked Brian. Yeah, yeah, and they smacked Brian to on the other end of that. Unfortunately, they they took the eighty five sixty one loss to 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 Westside for them. So, um, still kind of I I think on the outside look, like I think there's the tear break there based on just those results uh, after the top four here. But um, Westside, they. Just blew, blew the doors off them in the third quarter. I mean, they, they're West, up, and yeah, then Westside's three, four losses are. I mean, three of those four are twice to Bellevue West, and once to Miller North. Yeah. And then the yeah the loss at Southeast, Southeast early, in, early in the year in December. But they're not. <clears throat> they're playing pretty well too. Yeah, coming down the stretch. So that they got twenty four points, five assists from uh, CJ Mitchell, and twenty points, ten rebounds, six assists. Um, from Kevin Stubblefield against North, and then double figures from Caleb Benning, Ricky Lofton as well. And then we were, uh, we uh, I was there at Central on Friday night. Um, more than 69 59 win for Westside. Um, 
they fell behind early and then kind of got back in control uh, and then led the rest of the way. It was close in the fourth quarter, but Westside Central never really got back, uh, never pulled back level, and uh, Westside held on there and uh, kept in Stubblefield at 26 points, seven rebounds, um, and Mitchell added 17 points. So they uh, then they closed it out with Bellevue East, uh, won a big one there, got a lot of guys playing time, mm-hmm. shared the ball. So um, Westside looking looking good uh, there. Uh, third in our coaches poll um they'll host a, a district here as we head into uh, the postseason we talked about gretna at four they beat bell east and lincoln east before the the big game w- with bellevue west um the same guys leading the way in those games mentioned north they're still there at five 19 and three is a regular season record there um and they they had that loss to, to west side despite 25 on 50 percent shooting for minor strong and 16 points on six of 11 from Jerry on Williams just didn't quite get enough outside of those guys. Uh, and then smack Brian 76 55 uh, to bounce back there. Um, minor strong 23, 11 bo- uh, boards, five steals, three assists. Jerry Williams at 17 really coming on strong there as a sophomore and Deandre Harper, 12, uh, 14 points, 12 rebounds, seven assists. Um, and then they closed out the win or the season with a win at Lincoln high 60, 51 there. Uh, despite Strong, who has been leading the way for them, ha- had a rough shooting game, but defensively they got enough to, to get that one done. Did you know it's pro time, Omaha? The Omaha Supernovas have taken the court in Omaha. 11,000 people, over 11,000 tickets sold in the first two game home home matches uh, for the Super, Supernovas. The Supernovas roster includes NCAA national champions, All-Americans, and olympians you should join the volleyball movement sweeping across the country and see your major league volleyball team the omaha supernovas you can secure your season and single match tickets now at supernovas.com it looks like omaha north will have papio south as the two in there likely again you know this is not official but pretty close yeah, looks like Papio South will be the uh, two seed in that district. That'd be a tough one there. That'd be very. That's very. They played this year. Yeah, um, I was there. Uh, that'd be. That's a. That's pretty intriguing. I think if that's a district final, that might be where you find your boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Might be the place I'll be. At. Yeah, it was sixty-two sixty, the last time I played. All right, yeah. on, in January. I remember his close game. So yeah. Anyway, yeah, just kind of run out. Prep uh, had a two in one week. Um, they bounced back from the, wow. uh, the the loss to to Miller North to pull out a sixty six sixty four game with Omaha Central. Uh, so Central went zero and two this week. They dropped down to nine. Uh, you talk about Carney getting that likely being that seventh number one seed. They they went two and zero. They they beat Fremont. Um, and then they beat Lincoln Southwest 84 77, despite 39 from Braden Frager yeah. for the, the Silver Hawks. He's had some big games yeah. recently, so which is good to see because needed it. Yeah. Uh, Jacob Weber had 32 for yeah. Carney in response there. And then uh, Ben Johnson had 24 points, 10 rebounds, and eight assists. So um, they had a little bit more firepower there, got that one done. Um, Pius is at eight. They, they beat Lincoln Northeast, uh, double, double for Trayson Anderson. 
And then Papio uh, squeezed back in at 10 there uh, after the, the run they've been on recently. Uh, they beat 53-42 uh, against Millard West to close out the regular season. Ball had 17 points and 13 rebounds in that one. That North Star losses. Yeah. Yeah. Hurt him a little bit. Yeah. And so, yeah, Southeast uh, f- fell out of the poll receiving votes. Or they were out, but they weren't able to climb back in and lost the chance to to host uh, – a district by losing at the buzzer to Lincoln North Star. Right. I was there for that one. Uh, it was wild swings. Like North Star scored four points in the second quarter. They mm. fell behind by 18 early in the third quarter Unreal. and then went on a 33 to 11 run. And with freshman Jordan Casterly in the way at 10 points in the third quarter to get them going again, Zarek Houston finished with 25 and then kind of back and forth throughout the fourth quarter. Uh, Southeast uses a foul to give with 2.2 seconds to uh, force North Star to take it out of bounds. And so they get the ball on the baseline. Cannot, like, nobody's getting open. The, the, the play they drew up did not work. So they just had to chuck it deep yeah. to Will, William Schaefer, who caught it, took one dribble to the right, and, like, let it go from, the, like, the, the wording on the side of the court. And contest defender in his face, just had to chuck it up there, went in at the buzzer for the win. Schaefer only hit two threes. It was that one. And at the end of the third quarter, he fell for the fake student uh, section oh, countdown. The shot. And off yeah. of steal, let it go at half court with 20 oh, seconds left. Man. There were 20 seconds left. And he let it go. And it know. banked in. So those are the two threes he hit. Um, so kind of an interesting uh, game there. But Lazar Houston uh, led the way with 25. Uh, and that was a big win for the young uh, Gators there, but really rough loss for Southeast, who finishes at 17 and 7 um, with that 64 61 loss there. Um, so that's kind of where we're at in A. We talked about you've got the yeah. the district seedings coming up here. Um, yeah. Should, should be announced. We record this on Monday. Should be uh, Tuesday, I think, is the day it's supposed to be. So, yeah. So, not- very interesting. Some of those, the, like some of the matchups. It'll be pretty interesting. Yeah, the district finals are always, uh, especially like in some think, of those middle ones. Yeah, like four through seven. Yeah, could be. Yeah, could be a little bit on upset alert. A little bit depends on it depends on the matchup, right? Yeah. And we talked about it seems like a bit more like balanced. Central so. could be the two in Pius's district. We're playing at Pius real hard. Yeah, and like. But we see what Central is capable of. Yeah. yeah, you look at the matchup, you're like, might like that one if you're Central, right? Like, Got some size to throw yeah. at Anderson and Big the guards that kind of heat up. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, it's the it's uh, going to be very interesting next week, I guess. Okay, Class B. Yeah. Some... I, the the big... I mean, one, two, three, Crete, Scott, yeah. Norris remained. The, the big result was there... Uh, last day on Saturday, I was there for this one. Ron Colley went yeah. to Elkhorn and beat him 52 49. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a wild game. Like, if you were there, it was 21 to 6 Ron Colley after the first quarter. Uh, and it's like, oh, here we go, blowout. Elkhorn turned around in the second quarter and won that 21 to 7 to make it a one point game at halftime. Uh, and then it was tight throughout the third and fourth quarter. Um, and then Elk, uh, Ron Colley just made a few more plays and Elkhorn ended up, so they were trying to dribble up towards their bench and get a timeout with, 
uh, uh, like four or five seconds, whatever, um, seven seconds, whatever it was. Inside of 10 seconds, last position, they're going to try to go down three. They needed uh, to get off a three. Tried to go call a timeout to set something up. And the officials didn't grant the, the timeout before Christian Swift knocked the ball free from behind for a steal. So, you know, dribbling towards the coach, like right, getting ready yeah. to pick it up, like call timeout, whatever. Popped it free from behind, uh, and they got the steal and dribbled out the clock. So uh, Elkhorn didn't even get a shot off, lost that, lost it by three. Um, Brady McGill, the senior Brady McGill, yeah. that is, was fantastic. Yeah, 26 points, eight rebounds, three steals, went five of eight from three. Um, just he he was the one that got him off to the great start, and then um, he's the one that kind of took over in the second half when uh, and, and led the way there. Had a big third quarter as well. So, um, yeah, he, he was fantastic. Christian Swift had 11.6 assists. Colin Comstock had 20 uh, for the Antlers, but they didn't quite get uh, enough. Uh, just 19 turnovers. Were, it was too much to overcome. So with that, uh, Roncalli also lost by two to, to Council Bluffs, Lewis Central. But Lewis Central is a good team, obviously, out of state there. Um, coaches didn't really hold that much uh, against them i believe lewis central gave scott a real run for yeah, its money i think they were close the, the elkhorn win higher <clears throat> or that's the reason why they yeah. moved up so yeah so Roncalli climbed up from eight to four uh, so they went over bennington went over elkhorn recently um to get there uh so they finish uh 15 uh and seven elkhorn dropped to five at 14 and four um, and then outside of that, not, not a whole lot. Elkhorn North, um, took a loss to Elkhorn South, um, and moved down a couple of spots, but I mean, it's class A team, um, is what it is there. Uh, there are only nine teams in class B over 500. Mm-hmm. That's it. Can't even, yeah. Yeah. All season long, we've, yeah. The, the 10 spot has just been, well... It just flipped. Right? Yeah, whoever yeah. had the last good win, <laughs> yeah. basically. Um, because we don't have 10 teams with a really good record, unfortunately, in B. Uh, but that's what it is. And that's where, where the class is. So uh, in C1, uh, big result. You were there for this one. Uh, DC West yeah. continued their fantastic season by knocking off Concordia um, on... It was senior night for DC West, right? Uh, I believe uh, or, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, so 49, 48 win for that one. Uh, what do you see out there? Yeah. Well, um, it was DC West jumped out early, like 12, two or something. Bang, like real quick. And then second quarter, not great. DC King quarter came back. Concordia is a really good team. And then, uh, came back, took the lead. I think it was like 19 to 18. It was really low scoring. Um, took the lead by one at half. And then Concordia came out in the second half and kind of pushed it a little bit. They were up by eight at one point in the third quarter. And then uh, DC West just kept fighting. I mean, that's basically what it was. They just they play really hard. They're physical, well-coached team. And defend really well because, obviously, um, you have – I mean, they played a 40-point game. <laughs> and then uh, – and they just won it last second shot. Cam Weiss. Not, yeah, Cam Weiss. Yeah. Not last second. This is like 1.3 yeah. left, which basically was the yeah. last second shot. Um, and just it, it was a clear out even. And I was like, well, he's going <laughs> to clear this out. I mean, it was – they had the ball with like uh, 20 seconds left. And? And just – and he – I mean, he was like, no, no. 
and it was one four flat and just pull up free throw line cashed it and i was like whoa yeah that's interesting because weiss is very much a pass first player yes. too um yeah so for him he to, wanted the ball yeah man. like he totally wanted the ball in that. and i'm telling you he was i mean finished with 17 led yeah. them in scoring in that game yeah with the game winner um, it was good man no one asher talented sophomore for them chipped in 13 yeah um so yeah won it one at the end so concordia dropped from three There's, to four yeah They're 21 and two that was only their second yeah. loss DC West is also 20 and two. They're at five, climb back up from nine after uh, taking uh, the that loss to Ashram Greenwood, right? Right. Um, and th- those two might end up seeing each other in the, yeah, the some, postseason. The yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's unfortunate. This, well, that one. I mean, the subdistrict. If you just in C one, I guess yeah. we're talking about, but that that subdistrict is tough because how they did subdistricts now is all geographical yeah. so like they want to make it easier for teams and travel and stuff well what that does is make the subject really hard yeah <laughs> so like and and it's it's really awkward like but it still to those, goes to the top 16 teams will it, still get in like and that's why week, it's so. like hard to know what to make of these sub-district finals when you've got lot. like not a uh, lot. all it, it does is guarantee you a a spot because like ashram grew and wahoo played in the like right. a sub-district final a year or two yeah. ago or whatever they it's still like both make it yes. yeah it's like it's how like it's obviously not, you, you play to win every game, yeah. but also knowing like we're, we're probably going to see these guys again. We don't want to pull out all our tricks, so right. it's kind of an awkward setup there. If there's not, if it's not truly do or die, but at the same time, you don't want it to be do, like yeah. both those teams deserve to be in the final field. So I, I don't know what the best. I know a lot of people are, are very passionate about the, the posting setup. I don't know the best way to do it, um, but this is this is the method this, we have now. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it. it is very, um, it's odd if you don't know, like, but what it also does is get the best, best team, eight, best yeah. 16 teams in the district yeah. finals. So uh, based off Wahoo points. Yeah. I mean, Ashland Greenwood, like their sub-district is Wahoo, Newman, and Louisville. <laughs> All three of those teams can make the state tournament. Yep. I, mean, I don't think Louisville will. Yeah. Um, so you look at that, and then the Concordia one is Boys Town and Arlington play. The winner of that plays Concordia, and then you have Fort Calhoun and DC West, and Fort Calhoun's eighteen and four. Yeah. Again, all three of those, maybe Boys Town shoot, they just had a big win, like, yeah. uh, and they played Concordia before too. So it's just you look at it like there's a, some really tough sub districts, and some that aren't quite as tough. Um, so it just is it's interesting and in c2 it's even the lincoln lutheran subdistrict is bonkers so you have really good teams freeman lincoln lutheran tri-county and johnson county central and lincoln lutheran is 14 and 8 but their schedule they're eight like that doesn't matter freeman or uh lincoln lutheran plays tri-county in a sub-district game semi-final and those are two top five teams in our in our coaches poll playing <laughs> in a sub-district semi-final and then johnson county central is 16 and 6 and they if they win they play freeman in a sub-district semi-final it'd be wild it's real hard yeah and yeah. C2 was the uh, the only change at the top of our coaches poll here in the last regular season. Because Lincoln Luton lost to Boystown. Yeah. Uh, 
54-57, so big loss there. Darian Whitaker had 22 and 17 rebounds. Marcus Gray had 17 points and 12 rebounds. Tough matchup with the size and right. rebounding they have there. But that's – Lincoln Lutheran has kind of been at the top despite, I mean, having seven or eight losses all season because basically well, their, their entire schedule is – crazy. Yeah, their entire Plant schedule everybody is C1, B, yeah. and some of yeah. the best teams in those classes. It's not like yeah. they're just playing anybody. Um, but – at the end of the day, eight eight losses and a seventeen point loss to Boys Town. That was enough to to knock them out of that top spot. So right. Amherst twenty and two there climbs uh, up up to number one there. Um, and as we wrap up the regular season, congrats to the three teams who made it without a loss. Uh, yeah. It's Creed at twenty three and zero in B. It's Auburn at twenty three and zero in C one, and it's Johnson Brock That's at twenty two zero twenty two and zero. It's in only D1. three. That's I mean, it's hard. It just shows you it's really hard. Even yeah. for as good as Bell U.S. is, that loss, I mean, yeah. happened way early, but, like, it, it's really hard to do it. 100%. Um, yeah, and uh, see there. Yeah, and that, so Bell West, is, they, uh, are they the only one-loss team? I believe so. Yeah, everybody else took at least two losses, I believe. So, yeah, it's uh, been a fun regular season here. Um, kind of put the put a cap on. Now Shelton is 20 That's, and that's right, yeah. D2. There's two uh, one yeah. loss teams. Yeah, the, yeah, they're number one in D two. So, yeah. two one loss teams, three undefeated teams, yeah. and then everybody else with two or more. It's gonna so. be a wild ride. The next week is gonna be pretty crazy. Actually, I th- I think there's just gonna be some. There's just I think because it's super balanced. I, you know, yeah. we're looking ahead here a little bit, but I, I think there could be some seed upset stuff or some really close games and. I wish I could be everywhere. But I can't. <laughs> that, yeah, that's always a tough, <laughs> tough thing about this time of year. Trying to choose where to go. Yeah, it's figuring out. going to be hard. But, uh, yeah, so put a cap on this episode uh, before we head into the postseason next week uh, with some shout-outs like usual. So we'll start in D2. Um, mentioned Shelton's number one. Two is Osceola. And Cale Gustafson, again, the senior. 31 points, uh, 16 rebounds, seven assists. In a 67-50 win against High Plains, shot 11-16 from the field, 3-5 from 3, 6-6 six six from the line. He had a double-double in all 21 games this season, averaging 25.1 points and 14.4 rebounds. Right. Just an unbelievable season uh, for him there. Uh, and Osceola is going to be tough here heading into the postseason, uh, largely because of him. Um, Sandy Creek Jr. Ethan Shaw ha- had a huge game as well at 34 points on 13 to 17 shooting Thir- 34 points on 17 shots. Like yeah, that's, that's pretty efficient. Uh, five of five from three, three of six from the line, five boards, seven assists, three steals and a 78 57 win at Heartland. And then finally, uh, Ainsworth senior Carden Nelson, obviously the Husker football mm-hmm. commit can hoop a little bit too. Yeah. He had a triple double on Monday. Oh. Uh, 20 points on 50% shooting four or five from the uh, free throw line, 15 rebounds, including six on the offensive end, 10 assists, four blocks and two steals in a 69 41 against North central. And then also had 19 points, 10 rebounds, six assists, four blocks, two steals and a 71 63 win against uh, a good Bridgeport team uh, later in the week. So pretty, uh, pretty good w- week there f- for Nelson as he's kind of wrapping up his hoops career here. Yeah. Um, th- there with Ainsworth. I'm going to make it to the state tournament with one of those. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. That'll do it for this week's episode of Nebraska preps post game. 